episode four of Like Father, Like Son, Pittsburgh Steeler Podcast. So we're coming off a big win in Los Angeles against the Chargers and heading into the bye week at two and four. That's where we're sitting. Um, not exactly where we wanted to be. Yeah, uh, going into the season, we definitely thought we'd be uh, a lot better than right now. And even going into Sunday night's game, uh, we heard some people on the radio talking about how uh, at the start of the season, you would have thought this would be a good you know, game for playoff stuff and Oh, yeah, all like Chargers, Steelers. But uh, season's ended up a little bit differently than that with both teams being losing teams at this point in the season. Yeah, what would have been a usually a big uh, Sunday night matchup, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was an entertaining game for everyone that did tune in. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, a lot has happened since last time uh, we sat down and talked. I mean, so much to, you know, it's not even worth it to go back and cover it all. <laughs> But, like, let's just catch up to where we're at again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, obviously Devlin Hodges filled the role nicely. They really scaled back the game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to you earlier this week about how uh, Roethlisberger's first season, that's what it reminds me of, like, our game planning and kind of like, you know, our quarterback only having 15 yeah. 20 passes a game and reemphasizing the run, which is fantastic, right? Yeah. Uh, the run game's definitely off to a better start than it was uh, last year, even. Uh, we're passing it a lot less, as you said, but the biggest part to the Charger game for sure was James Conner. He, uh, he knew he was going to get the workload going into that game with Devlin Hodges being the quarterback, whether it was in the receiving game, just catching little out routes or running the ball, and he was perfect in he both showed, categories. Uh, he yeah. was a, you know, he was a star mm-hmm. just when we needed him. And really that was his first game this season and he's really uh, been the one-man show like that. It yeah. was great to see. He had both of our offensive touchdowns. So, you know, he really stepped it up. And then also Benny Snell was in for a lot of snaps that game and he was the leading rusher with 75 yards. So Yeah, way uh, more impressive of a showing that we've seen from him, like, in the preseason. Yeah. Uh, he looked um, really good, like, good vision, mm-hmm. and he was fired up. He was. Um, but Connor was an animal, man. <laughs> had, it, I mean, he was just dropping dudes left and right. No, No one could tackle him. I just worry about him all the time. Yeah, getting injured. He fights so hard every play. Every play. He's just banging people like a bowling ball. Um... So, you know, uh, I guess the biggest improvement to me and the, and the, what I feel is kind of the definition of this season is going to be our defense. I mean, the improvement over the last, like, four games, just yeah. amazing. And, again, the linchpin in that is Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. A lot of people question the trade whenever it first happened, but – I mean, I was happy whenever it happened. It sucks not having a first-round pick, obviously, but hopefully, you know, we can get more wins, yeah, so it's yeah. not worth that much I mean, anyways. But uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, he's young enough to where he could have been, you know, drafted this year and still, you know, it's still normal for him to be that old. And he's he's first-round talent for sure, no question. So. Well, that's the difference to me. It's like, yeah, we gave up a number-one pick, but th- this guy 
is guaranteed, mm-hmm. which no pick ever is. Yeah. So, I mean, and the the amazing thing to me, again, we, we seem to just have him in the center field safety, deep safety role. Yep. But just him being there, it just seems like everything now stays in front of us. Yeah. Whereas before it didn't. Yeah, teams used to, I mean, just complete fades on us all day. It seemed like there was a guaranteed, like, 50-yard touchdown every game that we watched for the other team, but that hasn't been the case. About, you since. know, if it's a reflection on Sean Davis, because <laughs> yeah. I never, honestly, like I said, I've never really been a Sean Davis fan. I've always felt he was, he just was capable, you know, yeah. he was your average safety. I always wanted him to take the next step, but like you're saying, he... He wasn't really a turnover guy. He wasn't going to get that many interceptions or anything, and he was going to blow coverage every once in a while. So he was just pretty much average. But, yeah, Fitzpatrick, um, what's wild is looking at his stats, it doesn't seem that impressive, right? 17 tackles, one pick. But, uh, I don't know, he's just always on the ball. Yeah, he's one of those impact players. His presence is more on the field than his stats show. Yep. He seems to scare quarterbacks a little bit. They don't like throwing his way that much. And if they do, most of the time he has pretty good coverage. And uh, Artie, he's been pretty good. Okay, so yeah, Artie Burns came in, uh, obviously, because of the Nelson injury for the L.A. game and uh, filled the role well enough that Tomlin gave him one of the game balls. Yeah. So a huge vote of confidence for him. But it was. You know, he was against the number two receiver all night. Mm Mm-hmm. But... There was only a couple times I remember that he was caught on, and yeah. neither of them were like his fault. He was there, mm-hmm. but just great, you know, great catches. Yeah. But uh, that's what I was gonna say. I guess we can talk about you know, like position wise. Um, so the secondary, um, again, Fitzpatrick to me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, keeper for many years. He's gonna be a. Yeah, whenever uh, it comes to our safety groups, I really like our our duo right now. With... Well, I was going to say, so Terrell Edmonds, mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed in him. Just because, again, uh, just as a playmaker, he's already had a couple, like, you know, possible yeah. interceptions that he dropped. Um, You know, I was looking, he has uh, 28 tackles. A lot of tackles, which mm-hmm. that might be a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. But let's get into your secondary, but... He's a strong safety, so. Um, but uh, no sacks, no picks, uh, no fumble recoveries. You know, he just he's just not a playmaking safety like we'd hoped he would be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to me, I'd, I don't want to rush it on him yet because he's still a sophomore. You know, he's obviously still extremely young, and it's hard having another extremely young safety who's performing like crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, it I'm sure hurts his confidence a little bit seeing a dude who's just as old as him on the other side of the field doing way more. But if uh, how you were saying he had 28 tackles, if you include the tackle assist, he has uh, 42, nice. which is second on the team, there only behind go. Devin Bush. So yep. you know uh, he's making tackles, whether it's you know after a wide receiver catches it or run plays or whenever we need him to really. Um, well, and I mean, with, with Edmonds, I don't think he's a bust or anything. Yeah. I just, I was hoping that, uh, this off season and just, you know, going to camp and hearing him, we actually, he was the guy that was in our autograph session yeah. at the, uh, the training camp this summer. But, 
you know, him talking to Donnie Shell, and I don't know, I just kind of got excited that maybe he was going to be making some plays this year. And he still may. And like I say, you know, total capable, strong safety. Yeah. Um, they're completely happy with Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's solid. The contract was worth it to me. Yeah, for sure. It, to me, not only the leadership that he brings to our secondary group because everybody else is so young, but he's been almost a guaranteed lockdown on the number one number wide one receiver. receiver week almost in, every week time. Out. I really think he's one of the most underrated corners in the like in the NFL right now because right he, now, yeah, he never because, gets talked about at all. I mean, he was a Pro Bowler, but yeah, uh, with the Browns. Yeah, it's like when. his second coming now with us. Steven Nelson, I he's can't say enough. Yeah. I mean, fantastic free agent pickup. Because yep. again, he's just he's been just as solid on the other side. One that finally worked out for us. Because yeah, our you. other two, Baron and Moncrief, haven't been doing as expected. Baron still has been a little iffy. He's allowed. He's been playing okay. Moncrief obviously right. <laughs> has not been playing okay. But uh, yeah, I love the pickup of Steven Nelson because. Like you said, he's been a total shutdown on the number two wide receiver every game. So And the bye week should get him back. Mm-hmm. I think it was, what was it, a groin? Uh, a groin injury? I'm not sure, even. Um, moving into the linebackers, I mean, oh, just... Actually, I, I wanted to bring up, behind Nelson even, I feel really confident with the corners, whether it's Hilton covering the slot or if... Uh, as we were saying, Artie Burns played well, but another guy who got a lot of playing time was Cameron Sutton, and he's actually leading the team in passes defensed right now with five, and he had the interception on that last drive of the game in the Charger game, and I think he's taking You're real steps. You're talking about Cam Kelly. Huh? No, Sutton. Cam Sutton. Cameron Sutton. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What am I thinking? Yeah. He's been really Cam impactful. Cam Hayward, Cam Sutton, all these cams in my head. and. <laughs> Yeah, he has been. Cam Sutton has I really I think he's taken up. big steps forward. And uh, one of the things we use him for has been covering tight ends and stuff. Obviously, I don't think he covered the tight end much in the Charger game. We struggled against the tight end in the Charger game a lot. Yeah. He was basically well, we, the only guy who did anything. Weakness, too. I mean, if you got a but, receiving uh, tight end. You yeah. Could, yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know why teams just don't just, hey, yeah. You know, it that's all we're going to do. It, "Quote unquote," brought the Chargers back into the game. Yeah, you know, since he had those two touchdowns, Hunter Henry. But now going into the linebackers. Well, actually, so continuing that because yeah, I just kind of skipped over Mike Hilton. Has yeah, been Mike great. Hilton's been great. Just too. a playmaker again. How, did you have his stats? Like, uh, yeah, I can pull his. I up. mean, he, he's. I think he has a, at least a sack. Mm, he has three tackles for a loss, three passes defense, and an interception. Uh, I mean, he's he's a playmaker all around. Yeah. You know, he's he covers the slot for the most part, or blitzes, or does stuff like that. He he's definitely an outside of the box corner. You know, so it's cool having a guy like him on the field because it yeah, because he can confuse. line up all yeah. different places, do different things. He can run support, blitz, mm-hmm. cover. I mean, he's great. Uh, you know, again, I, I'm so glad that they we're smart enough to keep him yeah and uh justin lane is the only one we really haven't seen much of yet yeah he hasn't played much at all i mean so far uh just from what i've seen he's been pretty impactful on the special teams he's getting a lot of tackles on like the punt return and kick return and stuff 
So but, besides uh, Cam Kelly and mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick, they both have one pick each. Is there anyone yeah. else in the secondary? You said uh, I mean, Hilton has one? Is that what you just said? Uh, I mishear you. Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't remember but, that. Uh, Fitzpatrick will get more. No, Hilton does have one. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, you yeah, said. Yeah. So, okay, so then moving into the linebackers, I mean, just, man, it's been so good. Yeah. The outside pressure um, that TJ and, and Bud are both yeah. getting. And, again, they might not get the sacks, like the numbers, but the play after yeah. play, they are pressuring the They're quarterback in or... their face. TJ had a couple uh, tips in this yeah. last game. He's getting in his, you know, quarterback's faces. Yeah, you could just it, – Something I've noticed the past few weeks, quarterbacks just look constantly angry the entire football yeah. game because their offensive just, lines yeah, haven't been getting, able to I mean, stop the us. The Cincinnati game was ridiculous. Yeah, I Eight felt sacks, terrible for Andy Dalton. <laughs> the most Andy Dalton's ever had in one game. Eight Ta- sacks. Uh, talking about that, just alone, T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree together have seven sacks. This is to say uh, T.J. has four. Uh-huh, he's leading the team. And an interception. Yep, and three passes defense. We were just talking about that. He's forced to fumble and has two fumble recoveries. Two fumble I mean, recoveries. I mean, that, he's just everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he's Pro Bowl For sure. He, he definitely deserves to be considered for Pro Bowl right now. And um, to me, what's amazing is his endurance, as we saw in the L.A. game, like, yeah. fourth quarter. He was running man, just he as is hard. still, yeah. like, pumped up. It's pretty amazing to me. The other, uh, the underrated thing about TJ2 is, Late in the game, he starts causing a lot of holding calls because offensive linemen are so tired; Always, they don't know what yeah, else to do. Constantly, you're right. That's really that. That's another uh, just like underrated thing. In his thing, toolbox. Yeah. It doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but he keeps causing that'd be offensive interesting linemen to, get to penalties. try to find out how many holding calls have been have against been, him. Yeah. So then, on the right side, Bud Dupree mm-hmm. again, not you know, not the superstar that TJ is. Yeah, but he's. He's there, you know, he's he's constantly there, and he's been making a lot of plays, too. Yeah, uh, I think he's he's been taking, like, little steps up every season. This has, to me, been his best so far. Uh, like three I said, sacks. yeah, three sacks. He has uh, two pass defense, and he's forced to fumble. Another forced fumble. So, yeah. See, I mean, our outside linebackers are getting those yeah. forced fumbles and stripping the ball. So, I mean... Just those two on the outside, I feel really confident. And, I mean, not every player on our defense can be a playmaker. I understand that, you know. So, Bud Dupree is definitely just a great, like, number two pass rusher coming from the outside, you know. All right. And uh, inside linebacker, can't say enough about Devin Bush. I know. He's he's the, again, the the inside linebacker we were hoping for. He already has 52 tackles on the season. Insane. He's, he's leading the team Not by 52. 10. Yeah, 52 total. Oh, total, yeah. Total, yeah. If 32 you count assists, solo, 32 solo, 20 assists. Which is assist. insane, too. Yep. 32 solo. I know. One sack, two picks. Two interceptions and four fumble recoveries. All of our linebackers <laughs> have interceptions so far. <laughs> so, uh, just Bush, though, all over the field. The only thing, again, is a little bit undersized when it comes to tackling a lot of the bigger guys, yeah. a lot of the big tight ends. He's on him. You know, he's covering him, mm-hmm. but, but he just can't, he just can't contest he's it enough. He's too short yeah. to maybe, you know, deflect the pass, and then he's a little bit undersized with some of them guys. But 
Otherwise, I mean, just, you know. Yeah. If that's the only thing you can concern, complain about, yeah. It's fine. Because he'll, he'll get better at that, I think, as his career goes on. He'll learn how to face that better, you know. He right. hasn't had to face guys that big much in college, so uh, I think he'll get better at that. But with Devin Bush, he just makes the plays when you need him to, just like, He's honestly, Shazier yeah. did and, uh, like, TJ does. I mean, now, now we have TJ. Yep. Devin Bush, uh, Bush Minka, Fitzpatrick, yeah. all like three playmakers yeah. right there. I know that all that, different all levels mm-hmm. of, of the defense too, which is fantastic, and for years to come, hopefully. Yeah, uh, just Devin Bush automatically got off on the right hand in that Charger game, picking up that fumble and getting the touchdown. That just you know shifts the whole momentum of the game oh, towards man. the Steelers. Just to start it, the game that way. it automatically puts the Chargers on you know the the back of their heels they're it's, trying to come back the entire game they're worried about turnovers and everything i mean it's the formula that works our defense keeps setting us up for short field on offense yeah. um and then again you know mason we'll talk about when we get to the quarterback but yeah doesn't make mistakes so far and mm-hmm. that's exactly what you need whenever you're playing this kind of football you know so um yeah, we're Mark definitely uh, winning the turnover battle right now. Definitely. Mark Barron, um, I guess a bit of a disappointment. But, I mean, again, I think there was a lot of expectation there. Yeah. Because he's been a solid linebacker. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been covering the tight end a lot, which, you know, I mean, he, he hasn't been doing amazing yet, but he's been doing just as good as anyone else on our defense, so can't complain about that yeah. that much. I mean, he's a little inconsistent. He has an interception, too, so there you go. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, uh, Vince Williams looked really good in the game whenever, uh, since Barron was out. Vince Williams uh, looked really good in the games that he's been playing in. So. Yep, so Vince was back, and uh, he's been playing solid since he came back. Such, you know, missing his uh, tackling ability. Yeah. We, you can see the difference, man. You definitely can. His, his tackles and his run stopping. Uh, Matikiewicz has filled in here and there. Yeah, he's he had been, to fill in. Yeah, he's been solid too. A little bit. Devin Bush had to go to the sideline for his ankle for a little bit, and he came in. He just seems uh, a little bit undersized sometimes. I mean, just throughout his career, he seems to have been able to like get pushed over pretty easily. If right. a guy will just go head to head with just him, he has trouble making those tackles. But I mean. He's our fourth string middle linebacker, so <laughs> we can't ask too much of him. And then uh, Ulysses Gilbert, we haven't seen much of. Nah, not at all. Our D line, moving on to that, has been fantastic. Yep. Uh, of course, we just found out that Stephen Tuitt, or Stephon Tuitt, is uh, yeah. out oh. for the season with a pectoral, pectoral. tear. Which so, is uh, terrible. So just another insane injury and just whenever he was it really seemed this like this season on, was going to be his breakout year he already had three and a half sacks which i mean that's great for him so far i know he had, you get he three had six and a half tackles line. for a loss which is second on the team only behind tj so that's definitely going to be a big hit but filling in for him is going to be uh a lulu, a lulu and uh our uh Rookie Isaiah Bugs. Rookie Isaiah Bugs. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to see some of him now. Um, but yeah, it's a, that's a big loss. Uh, Stephon Tuitt. Mm-hmm. 
three and a half sacks. And then on the other side, Cam Hayward also had three and a half sacks. Yep. <laughs> and um, now, now again, that's the expectation that he needs to pick his game up. Because, you know, he's been good. But again, yeah. to me, uh, too, it was the better so lineman far this so season, far. Yeah. So Cam can pick it up, hopefully. Maybe Bugs become the next yeah, star knows? on the line. <laughs> And then our both our nose tackles have been yeah. fantastic too. Yeah, I really like uh, Hartgraves. Hartgraves seems to also be getting better every season. Hartgraves with two position. sacks also. Mm-hmm. I mean, insane where everyone is getting Everyone's sacks. Getting sacks yeah. How many total sacks do we have? Uh, let me see that real yeah, quick. Yeah, look that up. And then Dan McCullers. We have 20. 20, 20 sacks total sacks. In six games. And then we've gotten seven fumble recoveries and eight interceptions that's fantastic i mean i, I mean do you remember the past few years like eight interceptions one would be, interception. yeah eight interceptions would be like two of our seasons I'm combined you, i mean that blows my mind and that yeah, all started crazy. after fitzpatrick came yep like it, it just somehow that was the missing linchpin that you know whatever keith butler whatever defense we run that was the safety we've always needed. Yeah. Somehow to fill that gap or whatever he's doing, the communication that's going on or whatever. And it's it's all across the board with the turnovers. I mean, we have what seven different guys with an interception right now. That's I mean, insane. that's that's crazy. It's fantastic. And then with the fumble recoveries, I mean, Devin Bush with four and six games. No. Right? Convinced, like if if we get back into it this season, it'll be because of our defense, and then not only that, but I think we're just going to keep climbing up the ranks. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we still give up a lot of yards, but we've always had that bend don't break yep. defense. Like uh, they just don't put up the points. They might have a lot of yardage, but they shut it down when it has to. Yeah. But um. But yeah. Okay. So. That's pretty much everyone on defense. Anyone else that we missed? Like I say, McCullers is filled in at nose tackle yeah. pretty good here and there. But, um, uh, besides you know, that, yeah, I think we got all the the names that are that have been playing any kind of significant plays. Yep. So yeah, it's definitely excited, and the defense just uh, to me for years to come. Like we, you know, we they're all young. I, I guess Hayden. Is about the only one that we you know we will always be on the search for another corner as always. Yeah. There's always that need. So then um, switching over to offense for our state of the Steelers, <laughs> starting with our quarterbacks. Uh, since Big Ben went down, of course, Mason Rudolph took over, then unfortunately suffered a horrible hit to the chin. Yeah. When I understand he wasn't wearing a mouthpiece which i don't know how that was legal well it's his own fault i think like that's what they're saying i'm surprised he wasn't like fined or anything for it he might have been i don't know something to look into yeah but uh but like i said i feel like that hit was it was more like a knockout punch like somebody punching you on the chin and getting like seeing lights out yeah rather than like a brain Brain shaking like yeah yeah. and that's why i think he came back so fast Mm mm-hmm they said that he actually was cleared I practice all to week. play against uh, the Chargers, but they had inserted Hodges as the starter and just stuck with it. And that's better yeah. anyway. But the only thing I'm afraid of is, like I say, kind of hurting his development. development. Like and he chemistry. was consistently getting better. 
Now this will set him back, what, three weeks without playing again with the bye week. Yeah. But at the other side of that, he'll actually get time, to dedicated time to practice yeah. as the starter for the first time this season because he was thrown into yep. it. And as we talked about before, he is a uh, planner. He loves to be very prepared, mm -hmm. and he doesn't like to make mistakes, so he'll use that time wisely, I'm sure. I'm hoping he can uh, just up his deep ball just a little bit more. The only guy he's been able to successfully throw some deep passes to is Deontay Johnson. I know, and we're still waiting on Just thinking on about that. it, we didn't really see much of him in that Charger game. A little bit. Uh, I guess no receiver really no had a great game. Yeah, it, was, it, was <laughs> it was just Connor and Benny. Game plan, but uh, yeah, we're still, we're still waiting on the James Washington yeah. off connection. I mean, you know it's there. But again, what what they say is the coaches talking about it that again, you know, on every play there's a deep they, route. He just it's hasn't just been that Mace doesn't either see it or chooses not to take the chance, and that's like, like I said, that's the only drawback with him. He's almost too too conservative. Careful, yeah. But at this point, like I said, it's the perfect formula because yeah, just for him don't to get in make rhythm. turnovers, mm -hmm. and and with our defense to play in the way it is, we can win games that way. We can literally win games off field goals right now. Yeah. You know, if our yeah. defense can continue to improve. It's funny to me just going from, like, almost total opposites. Because Roethlisberger, I, I mean, if we there was a deep route, he was, he was throwing it to him. And now with Rudolph, oh, yeah. he's just throwing the short routes, you know, so. I thought you were going to say, like, that our defense offense. Oh, yeah, I know. Can't we, be good at the same We point. had the triple Bs, and our defense was terrible whenever yeah. we were putting up, like, 35 points a game. And now our defense keeps holding teams but our offense goes like three and out every other drive but yeah rudolph has uh what 646 yards seven mm -hmm. tds two picks yeah that's, neither that's of which good. of those picks were his fault nope they were both tipped i'm pretty sure by our wide receivers so i saw a little meme the other day that he has more touchdown passes than baker mayfield i just thought that was hilarious <laughs> yeah after they already crowned the browns afc <laughs> champions you know <laughs> preseason jesus and then uh, Devlin Hodges came in. He's got 200 yards, yep. one TD, one pick. Mm -hmm. That pick was it was a bad one, right? Um, if I remember right. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it wasn't a very he was, memorable He was trying one. to throw I'm deep. I'm pretty sure he was trying to throw deep, yeah. He, and none of his deep balls yeah, were accurate. Yeah, that's actually something I was going to talk about. And that game, I mean, <clears> it seemed like on that very first drive, I, it might have been our first offensive play uh, to Juju. Juju beat the corner and was going on a deep route and he seemed to throw it too short and to the wrong shoulder yeah, the wrong and Juju shoulder. like yeah. had to try and drop and catch it but he couldn't <clears throat> get there in time so you know that could have been a missed touchdown possibly and then uh there's a few like it looked like fades we ran into the end zone that he threw about 10 yards out of bounds on some of them so but it uh, is amazing that you know we won yeah in L.A. with our, basically our four-string practice squad quarterback, quarterback. from Samford, <laughs> not Stanford. And But I tell you, like looking more into his career, uh, he blew it up in college for sure. Yeah. He, he was a pass-crazy dude. Our preseason podcast is looking <laughs> pretty accurate now. I know. Isn't that wild? Uh, so father and son were saying that this is like the first year because we're doing this podcast that we really got into the roster and mm -hmm. like really know the whole depth, all the players and so much about them. Yeah. And this year 
we've seen so yeah. much rotation. Like if we hadn't studied these guys, yeah, we would have We wouldn't have no idea who a lot of these people are coming up from the practice squad, going down, coming up. But now they're all like familiar guys to us, mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool. Yeah, like we, even this week, whenever uh, uh, Edmonds, Terrell, not Terrell Edmonds, but his brother, his brother Trey, Trey Edmonds. Yeah. When Trey Edmonds got activated because uh-huh. he was our practice squad running back uh, with the injury to Jalen Samuels, yeah, he got so elevated. He was our third. And that was just great because, again, like, you know, you got his yeah. autograph at camp. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. It adds, like, a sense of confidence whenever, like, I guarantee you, last season, whenever we weren't as, you know, on top of the whole roster and everything, if we saw Devlin Hodges starting, we'd be like, oh, God. This yeah, is who a, is this? This is an immediate loss. We don't know who this guy is. But this year, we were like, shoot, he, he played good decent preseason. preseason. Played decent last game whenever he needed to. So, I mean. Um, and then, so, our Paxton Lynch is our backup quarterback now. <laughs> And again, he was the for- former first-round pick mm-hmm. of the Broncos, Broncos about three years ago, and um, that's interesting too. <laughs> that he yeah. comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden is the number two quarterback for the Steelers. Steelers <laughs> seem to try and uh, pick up past first-rounds who didn't work out for other teams. Yeah, I mean our whole defense is like former first-round picks that we're trying to. That's develop. crazy. What I did mean, I say? Now we have ten. Yeah, ten. Former first-round picks on defense. Shoot, it looks and like we I'm know how to develop that. them, man. We we've sh- we're showing that they have talent. We're bringing it out of them, whether it's our system or just them playing all together. I'm glad you think that because, like I said, if we don't win with them, then I say it's bad coaching. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's no other excuse for it at that point. If the skill and the talent is yeah. known, it's not put together in the right way. That's on the freaking coaching. It is. But um. Yeah, Mason will be back as number one. Hodges, number two. Paxton Lynch probably go back to the practice squad once uh, the uh, bye week come out of the bye yeah. week. Um, but going forward, definitely, hey, when Big Ben, when you're healthy and ready, please come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying this, but yeah. you, you just see the drop. In just yeah, for sure. What the team can do if he does come back, an experienced quarterback. I think our offense could be at full potential just because now I think our offense finally realizes well, again, how just, strong the run game can be. It's just game four, and... game five, like I always say, that we really start get going, like getting going on both sides, uh-huh. really, but more so on offense. And as we've seen, it's true. Like this season, yeah. again, we started to pick it up now. Things are working. I just thought it was uh, funny. At one point in that Charger game, you looked in the backfield and it was Devlin Hodges and Benny Snell, our third string running back and our third string quarterback, and we were Crazy. up by you know three touchdowns with those literally two guys in like the backfield. A, like literally like a preseason game. Yeah, like when you look at our roster, <laughs> that's what it looks now. like. James Washington was out. Uh, talking about that, uh, do you want to go into the wide receiver group right now, or yeah, let's, we can talk receiver and then we'll do running backs. Okay. Uh, obviously, with Washington being out, he. Hasn't had a good of a season as I was hoping he'd so yeah, go James into. Yeah, James Washington got hurt. I don't mm-hmm. even know what his shoulder what was. It? I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was a shoulder okay. injury. But, uh, so he was out. Um, but, yeah, it hasn't been impressive. No, nah, and then overall I think our wide receiver group has been way underperforming. Oh, uh, so underperforming. After being but so excited about it. at the same time, we haven't had a consistent quarterback, quarterback. for more than two weeks in a row, so... 
the chemistry yeah. between those guys has to be it'll get better so hard. Yeah, if if Mason Rudolph can just stay healthy through the after the bye week, I think the chemistry will start building up. Hopefully, by the end of the season, they can have a good connection. But yeah, he. What's funny is his average is still it's fifteen point six. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nine catches or yeah, nine catches for 140 yards. <laughs> so unbelievably, uh, Johnny Holton also has been promoted to the active roster. Yeah, but he, but he hasn't done much. He Four didn't. yards or yeah, and that what the heck? It says he has four yards but no catches. I don't that, understand that. Maybe it was a a run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Moncrief complete disappointment. Biggest disappointment. Eighteen yards. On, and also I mean, the cause of two picks, if I remember. I think so. Are, bouncing off the, his hands. Yeah. I mean, um, he's been a healthy scratch two times now this season already, and that's saying something with how underproductive our offense has been, and they're still making him a healthy scratch. That's yeah. that's crazy. And he was active in the L.A. game. It didn't see him much. Yeah, we didn't see him more than So I don't know what, what the future holds for him. Um, Juju, leading receiver on the team, yeah, as still. he should be, even though it hasn't been great. Um, but, again, there's so many factors with that, like we were just saying. Yeah. But he's got 340, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. I mean, yeah. 25 catches, not not great But he's all. made plays when we needed him, too. Yeah. I mean, he had that 76-yard touchdown, which was huge for us. And, and then, I again, mean, people want to talk about the fumble against mm-hmm. the Ravens, but... I mean, it happens. It's not it's like a he's a, play. you know, it's not like it's a repeat. I mean, you know, because, again, everyone, you want to yeah. remember the fumble Saints. last year against the Saints. But, you know, it happens, and it's not like he's a, uh, like, that's a problem for him. Yeah. I mean, it was just two good plays like that. Yeah, uh, they just punch the ball punch straight the ball out. out. There's, there's very sometimes. few players in the NFL who hold on to those kind of, you know, punches. Most it was of, just uh funny because i think i told you that that they had him mic'd up and uh-huh like earlier in the game he was telling uh deontay, deontay johnson, johnson. Yep. hey make sure you hold on to the ball when you're going down because they'll punch it out they'll hit yeah. it <laughs> so then deontay johnson also uh way more playing time than probably we expected to see from him i'd say he's honestly probably been our second best receiver easily well yeah. he's got 212 yards two yep. touchdowns um, yep. So very, very happy with him. Good draft pick, and he's only going to get better. And then Connor's actually leading the team in catches. Really? Out of the backfield. Yep, with 26. Juju has 25, which is crazy. Him and Samuels together, uh, Samuels has 13. So out of the backfield, our running backs have 39 catches. So, mm, that's I mean, <laughs> that's definitely due to our conservative game um, plan course, with all yeah. the backup quarterbacks and stuff. We're just trying to throw it but i mean it's been working for both of them for my fantasy points james (laughs) connor yeah um the only other receiver then is ryan switzer who's really been absent too in the game plans they've been switching him in and out of the return game but he's been pretty much our returner but seemed like he was a big guy yeah (laughs) on offense i haven't seen him really at all okay and then um running back james connor like say kind of slow start but he seems to be the last two games, really last three games, yeah, he's been he's the James Conner we yeah breaking we out. Jalen Samuels was having a great yeah year, great start, and uh, unfortunately had to have knee surgery out for a month. He'll probably be out what two, three weeks after the bye week. Probably, 
but, yeah, uh, but very happy with him. I mean, Benny he's just Snell, a spark man. Benny Snell actually already has more rushing yards. Yeah, 105. Than, yeah, compared to Jalen Samuels, it, it, it's so weird watching Jalen Samuels. He's almost like the offensive version of Minka Fitzpatrick or something. Yeah, when whenever he's, he's on the field, I feel like he's so impactful. But then it, you know, His he only has 50 yards rushing, like and weird. like, <laughs> you know, it's weird seeing that. Uh, fullback, like who? So we haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Roosevelt Knicks has been hurt. Um, hopefully, well, hopefully the bye week. I mean, if he's not healthy after that, it's like yeah. it's a time to put him on IR. And then, uh, so I don't know. I mean, behind Benny Snell, I guess is Treadman. So we might see him actually start to get some carries if if something happens to either Connor or Benny. Okay, moving to tight end, Vance McDonald. Um, had a strong start to the season, and then, and then again, died off injury, and then just hasn't been. You know, you would think with uh, these young quarterbacks, a tight end would be kind of a bigger part of our offense. But again, not happening. Vance does have two TDs. Yeah, but they were both, like you said, early in the season. He hasn't done much. I mean, it still is early in the season, obviously. But his were both. I mean, what were they? Weren't they both in the first two weeks? Yeah. So I mean. And then uh, we got we traded with Seattle for Vanette a few week couple weeks ago. Haven't really seen him become a factor in the passing game, but blocking he's been in a lot. Yeah, and yeah, but he does seem to have good hands. Yeah, whenever um, we've thrown to him. But uh, interesting about that is Mason Rudolph and him have the same agent, I think it was. But they train together in the off season, so that's another connection there that's... that Rudolph could have. And then Zach Gentry, we haven't seen much of, but um, I think he's he has been a lot of potential. Yep. Uh, can't really talk about Grimble anymore. Nope, Grimble's gone. Yep. So Grimble was hurt, and then they crazy cut him. Going into this season, we were hoping he was going to break out as our number two tight end, and now he's not even on the team. So I, I just don't get it, like why they kept him around. And I know. And then again, I knew the Jesse James. Uh, letting him walk was going to come back to haunt us. You know, that trade wouldn't have had to happen if, if we had Jesse. Yeah. And um, it's a shame because I don't see him really doing much in Detroit no, either. Because they signed him for a decent contract and then drafted and then a drafted tight end in the first I, round. I just don't get it. I feel bad for him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I he can't we, get out of wish, that wish, backup wish tight end him role. Back, but. I know. He'd, he'd probably be the best tight end on the team right now since Vance has taken a step back. Yep. Our line... Offensive line, again, started out seemingly kind of a little iffy there. But, man, they've come on strong and back to the Pro Bowl form. And the yeah. amazing stat I saw, again, is right now we lead the NFL in uh, least, least, least amount of sacks. sacks. At only five sacks. That's insane. And think about it with who th- three different quarterbacks now. Yeah, and uh, five sacks. I mean, that's pretty amazing. To me, the biggest thing mm-hmm. I was worried about with them was uh, – how badly they were blocking in the run game yeah early in the season but obviously it's getting better. they're getting better with that i mean benny snell had a good game and connor had a good game so if they can just keep blocking like that in the run game it'll really really help mason yeah later in the season so, so yeah their performance lately kind of is quieting the uh the critics of letting our line coach go mm-hmm. um but yeah villanueva has been fantastic Foster, solid as always. 
pound C really has a job to do again having to snap the ball to three different quarterbacks now yeah and we saw with Hodges a yeah, lot was, of miscommunication was, there. he was really struggling with that there was a lot of bad snaps I mean I can't believe there was only one fumbled um and remember I called it a few yeah a few plays before that I was like he's gonna lose one of these it's gonna be a bad snap Devlin did a good job picking it up and throwing the ball away though no loss on it that's one thing I definitely want to commend our running backs on so or our quarterbacks on so far. They've been helping the line out whenever they do allow pressure. They've been able to get out of the pocket and throw the ball away really well so definitely. far this season. So, uh, you know that's been really good. Um, DeCastro and hey Filer, Filer has yeah. really been, doing been a fantastic uh, player too. You know there was. A, a little like questioning there too at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. if that was uh, the smart pick to, to start him there but um, Zach Banner fills in behind them and I don't know if, has he played much? Um, I don't remember him I don't him. think so and then uh, special teams I mean Boss Boswell you can't say enough yeah been great <laughs> I mean what is he 11 for 11? Um, no? I'm pretty sure, yeah. The, I mean, perfect. Guy. I mean, it's just great to see him come back. That he's the yep. boss man of the killer bees. Yep. Last year he was the. I hated wor- him. He he had the worst. Percentage. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to cut him. He had the worst percentage of starting kickers, and now he's the only bee left. Who would have thought that happened? Yep. <laughs> With Bell Brown and Roethlisberger gone, he's the only <laughs> bee left. Jay's yeah, been perfect. I mean, solid and game winner. You know, a couple. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I'm saying like his yeah his addition of points, we wouldn't have won those games. Um, uh, just overall as a team, I want to point out that how we were talking about how our defense has just been stepping it up more and more week after week. We're up to 15th in the NFL defensively ranking in yards per game, which it doesn't sound that great, but whenever you think about how low we were at the beginning of the season, we've already brought it back like 13 positions yeah, in the insane. past three weeks. I mean, we're just climbing up like five positions every week right now. So our and our defense can finish top 10 by the end of the season if they keep playing like this Definitely, easily. I think I we mean, will. easy. I, I easily think we will. I think we'll be a top five. Um if possible. And then the turnovers, like I say, are just insane, the pace we're on. Yeah. And it was disgusting that we didn't win the San Fran game. I know. We had, what, five turnovers? Uh, it didn't capitalize. Six. six. Yeah. It didn't capitalize. Cincinnati win was pretty much our most complete game. Yeah, but I mean, Cincinnati's pretty terrible the, team. The Ravens' loss was uh, a tough game. That one it, hurt. it was a heartbreaker in overtime. I still think Tomlin made a mistake giving the ball away. We should have, uh, you know, yeah. And then the Chargers win was kind of a, a, a great one because it was not expected, right? Everyone's yeah. kind of thinking, and eh. It should have been a better win than it was. Yeah, Obviously, they, they only ended up winning by a touchdown, but it, they were all late fourth exactly, quarter points. It wasn't I mean, really. We faded late. It was because we got too conservative at the end. Yeah. And, you know, stopped getting first downs and was giving them the ball back too many times. I think our team was just ready to stop playing. And they were just trying to, I mean, honestly, that's what it looked like on the field. Our defense definitely wasn't playing as hard besides, like, our pass rushers. So, yeah, I mean, I, again, everyone can say what they want about our 2-4 record. 
But my final word on it is that uh, the toughest part of our schedule was was out of the way. Now we had we we hung tough with Seattle, with San Fran, and with Baltimore, mm-hmm. three playoff caliber teams that we only lost by a few points to each one of them. Yep. We beat a bad team soundly and with Cincinnati, and we beat a fairly decent team yeah. with the Chargers and kept them yeah. you know, out of the end zone more. Uh, I mean, right now, obviously, the issue is just our offense. We're the third worst offense yep. in the NFL. I mean, but the, again, it's so many factors yeah, with that. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. I mean, just alone with the injuries, I mean, we've been on, like, just our like third it's strings like in every cursed. position it's so like a curse like injury after injury but uh going forward coming out of the bye week we got miami which we better win yeah uh, coming out of the bye week knowing how much rudolph likes to prepare i i i'm really hoping to see him yeah. just tear up and miami. we're at home it's at home so and then we have i think the colts after that yeah and that's going to be a hard game yeah. Colts are a playoff but we team can beat right them. now I think we can, yeah. Like that's a team, I feel. But they're, they're hot right now. And I now. think we have them I mean, at home, too. We have them at home. They held Patrick Mahomes. But, I mean, shoot, Patrick Mahomes is a different quarterback than Mason Rudolph. He <laughs> attempts deep passes and stuff. Rudolph just throws to the running backs. Who knows? That might be the weakness to the Colts. All right. But, yeah, I'm not ready to write us off yet, <laughs> you know, uh, this season. We can still climb out of the cellar. It, it just takes – I mean – you know, like I said, we come out of the bye week, two wins, and we're four and four. Yeah. And you watch it. How many other teams that they said we're going to be eight no are sitting there <laughs> at four and four too? You know, yep. it's a it's a league of mediocrity. Everybody balances each other out eventually. I mean, we're only two games behind the Ravens, and the Ravens still have some tough teams to face. Yep. I mean, they still got to face you know the teams that we already faced. You know, they got to face New England. They got to face. Seattle, those kind of teams, so we can easily catch up those two games if we can just execute better. Definitely. All right, so move into our Steeler culture segment, and this week we're just going to talk about road games, you know, attending road games as a Steeler fan, Mm -hmm. because uh, it's always the talk of the NFL, as you saw. The reason we picked that this week to talk about is because of the uh, Los Angeles game, and if you Mm -hmm. saw, it was insane. I mean... I almost think, no doubt, there was more Steeler fans. Than yeah, Charger it was like a game. home game. I mean, even to the point where uh, the the music I heard they they I don't know what happened exactly the story, but you know how we play Renegade for our defense. Yeah. Like something happened at the stadium. I don't know if somebody actually played that. If like someone in San Diego, they're trying to let or San Diego, Los Angeles <laughs> was trying to, uh, you know, like. Uh, antagonize yeah. the fans a little bit, but it turned out bad for them, obviously. Well, I mean, even watching the game, you know, you if you weren't paying attention or didn't see logos on the field or anything, I mean, whenever a penalty was called, you know, you'd hear the whole crowd booing, and you're like, what? Where, yeah. It's an away game, <laughs> you know? Like, why are they cheering for the Steelers? That's all you hear. It was crazy. But Steelers fans show up no matter where the game's at. Yep. It, but in big, certain big cities, it's always pretty massive amount. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm here to tell you that it's not people from Pittsburgh catching flights and flying all over the country to yeah. go see games. It's Steelers fans in other cities, and a lot of us like me, who who had to move away yeah. from the Pennsylvania, from Western Pennsylvania, and live loyal. in a different state. 
And that's why I'm so passionate about Steelers is because that's my connection to home. So, you know, uh, that's the, to me, that's the misconception. These announcers are always like, oh, the Steeler fans travel well. It's like, no, dude, those are people that live in that town or that city that are going to the game. But, um, but yeah, uh, road game experience is awesome. Yeah, Um, for sure. You know, I've been to, of course, Dallas, Dallas uh, Steeler games twice. In fact, uh, one of the most memorable because it was Big Ben's rookie year. (laughs) <laughs> and he beat the Cowboys here, and that was back in Jerome Bettis and Heinz Ward days, and nice. just such a memorable game. Memorable game, and uh, it was uh, some friends that gave us the tickets, and they were great seats right in the end zone, the corner of the end zone, like lower level. Nice. So like I remember Heinz scored a touchdown right in front of <laughs> me, right there, and then uh, New Orleans. Been to New Orleans, which is a fun place to see a game. Um, great fans like yeah. i remember I, the game i saw there we lost uh that was still bettest days <laughs> and we had a good team back then and then last year for christmas i got to take you to houston yep so you can talk about that your <laughs> that, experience at houston it was my first ever even football game i'm happy it was a Steeler game and right. they dominated that entire houston game but... especially because his mom is a Cowboys fan, fan, so I had to beat her to the punch sooner or later and get him to a Steeler game before he ever got there yeah. to see Dallas. Hopefully one day I'll go to Steeler-Cowboy game whenever yeah, they face definitely. again. Yeah, definitely. It should be coming up again. Mm-hmm. Probably maybe next season or the yeah, season after. But, uh, I mean, yeah, that Houston game, even looking around, I mean, it looked like a home game for the Steelers again, which, you know, in Houston, Texas, for whatever reason, you know, there's... A lot of ex-Pittsburghers yeah, there, just too. Just a lot of Steeler fans everywhere. I mean, you see terrible towels lighting up the whole crowd, and I think the terrible towels help add to make it look like there's a lot of them, you know? If you look into the stands and see a bunch of towels waving, right. it, it makes you feel like you're at home. So, I but, mean, that was... But we did the tailgate uh-huh, beforehand. We did tailgating before, and there was the I big mean, Steeler fan club. Uh, I think it's Steeler Unite, and they I think they teamed up with like the Houston fan clubs. I think it's called Sixburg. Can't remember all the names, but great groups of people. I mean, the Steeler tailgate was bigger than any Houston tailgate. Yeah, outside it was. in that parking lot by far. <laughs> uh, we we like prepaid. It was like tickets, mm-hmm. but we got uh, food, all the food, and there was DJs and yeah. It was, um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was just a cool thing to do before going in. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the greatest thing was after winning the game, yeah. coming out of the, the stadium. Oh, my God, right? You just Yeah. I mean, literally the entire stadium was just filled with echoes. It'd be like, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I mean, Houston it fans it, just hating us. I know. You, it just was, took over the stadium. And the that entire stadium everywhere. was just yelling. That happens everywhere, especially if we win. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we go to the Penguins star game every year mm-hmm. father and son does it's another tradition we do and uh Penguins it's the same thing well but uh, but like sometimes yeah. it's gotten pretty rowdy like whenever yeah. we won like the penguins fans everyone will all be hooting and hollering i know i wish <laughs> penguins no matter how good the penguins are they struggle against yeah, the stars every time when man. we play here in yeah. dallas most of the times we've gone so we lose no matter how good of a team we've got but we won last year right yeah yeah it mm-hmm. was a good one so, uh, but yeah, the road game experience, um, 
it's always fun because there's usually fan clubs that you can kind of link up with for those tailgates and such. And then uh, we'll ha we'll talk another time about Steeler bars. But again, I challenge the Cowboys and supposedly being America's team because <laughs> I've lived in many different states and different places, you know, throughout yeah. my life. And no matter where I've gone or visited, I can always find a Pittsburgh Steeler bar to watch the game at. And I cannot say the same thing about any other team. Yeah. I mean, honestly, maybe Chicago, like the Bears yeah. always seem to have like a place. They have a really loyal fan base too. But, of course, a lot of history behind them too. So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. But you can always find a Steeler bar and I'll talk about always. that someday. All my favorites. Um, I got a lot of memories. I, yep. Even here. In Dallas. Some playoff games there. Yep. Lots of great times. So if you can see a Steeler road game, make sure you do. I think we, none of them came close to us this year. Uh -uh. I think the closest is Tennessee, maybe. Yeah. If we play them, I think that's a, maybe possible. Nashville. Do Tennessee? I don't know. I don't think <laughs> I'm thinking of another year. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you, son. I love you, Dad. I love the Steelers, son. I love the Steelers, Dad. That's why we yeah. are. Like father, like son.